0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: You're listening to the DadBod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben
0: Taylor, and Nate Pass.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever and wherever you are listening, Welcome. To episode 161 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod, proudly a member of the Believe Podcast Network. Joining me tonight for our first Masters Would You Rather Wednesday. If you feel a little extra electricity, that's because Augusta National has swelled in its population. So, therefore, joining me tonight, Benjamin Taylor, Kyle Rush, we are here. For it all. Folks, real quick, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Bet Online, AG, Not AG, NCAA, Bet Online, Augusta <laughs> National. That doesn't work. AG doesn't work. Listen, the NCAA tournament is over. We all shift our eyes to the Masters Golf Tournament, the ultimate golf bettors event. Jump in there, slide in all your bets. I think that's all that needs to be said. Listen, boys, the greatest thing about Masters week is that there is something going on every single day. Most majors really kind of start on Thursday. Starting like Sunday night, we have the Masters, right? We had the amateur dinner on Monday night. Obviously, we have the Augusta Women's National leading into this. Great interview, by the way, guys. Sorry, I couldn't make that. But Tuesday night, last night, was the champions' dinner and that's what we're going to hone in on to start off this episode. We're going to review Hideki's menu, which looks absolutely fire.
2: Yes.
0: I'm going to
1: plug in my computer so that I can. Continue you are a this hot podcast.
0: damn mess. <laughs> so, they,
1: <laughs>
0: so, with that being said, with a full battery intact, he is the greatest substitute teacher ever when it comes to introductions. <laughs> let's
2: go over let's go to the menu let's go to the menu so this was last night when you're listening to this they just had their champions dinner last night all the pictures the menus out we're going to talk about it we're reviewing the menu today yep believe it or not so let's Mm -hmm. do this
1: okay so this is the champions dinner menu served in honor of mr hideki matsuwama uh so he's going to start off with a miso glazed black cod
0: Mm. with a well, he's got yeah, his appetizers he's first. Wrong. He's got some. He's got some sushi and some nigiri and some chicken skewers.
1: Yeah, so I don't see that on here, and I saw it on a different one that I looked at, but this one I do not see it on here. And this is um, uh this is from the off digest. So.
0: Well, this appetizers. He's definitely serving sushi because all the players are excited about it. So I would no, go with the I don't, one.
1: I know I saw it uh, elsewhere. <laughs> and, um, we well, got, yeah, we got the sushi and some chicken skewers, and then we've got yeah. some miso glazed black cob. And then we move into, and this is what everybody was has been thinking about, wondering about. I've lost sleep over what is the main dish that Matt's always going to serve. Yes. Well,
0: he delivers. He delivered A5 yes.
1: Wagyu beef ribeye with mixed mushrooms and vegetables and a Sancho daikon ponzu.
2: Oh, baby.
1: Now, if you guys I... haven't had a killer ponzu, I would recommend <laughs> jumping right on that.
2: I would l- <laughs>
1: r- walk your ass right on down to the ponzu shop because I tell you what, a good ponzu
2: will uh, change your life. Just a
0: puncher ponzu. And he got the popular. palate going with some dashi broth on the on the cod that he served. Whatever that is, mm. dashi yeah.
2: broth. This one, this one. We're jumping but, back and forth. I mean, Let's, wagyu. Who's I had wa- who's had that? I got to know have, if it's if it's it is
0: worth. A lot of chefs say it's overrated. Every chef I've talked to said it's overrated. I frigging love it. Melts in your mouth. It's absolutely delicious. I've watched like a thousand YouTube videos on
2: it. Is fan- I will get to scrolling Fantastic. on Instagram Reels. Yes, of people grilling wagyu beef and like and you, and you stop and oh yeah, watch every one of them. Like just yeah, scroll, scroll. Stomach starts growling. Like I've I wanted I want to get it, uh, but I want to get it like legitimate. Like I, I don't want to go like some cheap. I know it's not cheap, but I want to go like to a legit Japanese steakhouse and have it. So we did it, done it for me.
0: We did it the cheap way. If there's a search way of doing it, is my buddy on his fortieth decided we were all gonna go out to dinner in Nashville. We went to this fancy steakhouse and basically we ordered two wagyu steaks that we split between like four of us because they're like five hundred dollars a piece, and uh, and it was absolutely delicious. Mm. I mean, it Phenomenal. cut with a fork, Phenomenal. melt in your mouth. Everything that you have, wo- I was just like you, Kyle, from watching it on Facebook and Instagram and seeing these people cook it, and I was like, man, that looks so good. Everything that you see on those videos, totally true, Love totally it. true. Can't so wait to try. He it knocked it out of the park. I think it's, uh, I think it's fantastic. So he, he, big winner. I like it.
1: Yeah, A five wagyu. Yeah, I mean that is yeah. Too, yeah, and you know what they say than... about it is it really just needs a little salt and pepper. I mean that's all you got to yep. do to it. Yeah. A little a little That's what that's what they do in the videos. S&P will work for me.
0: So, you know no ketchup, ketchup allowed. No ketchup
2: <laughs> allowed. Um and then the Japanese strawberry ever... <laughs> shortcake. Don't yeah. don't, I don't forget I don't, about that.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that a is. Fluffy
2: sponge
1: caked with whipped cream and Amoro, Amuro, Amuro, Strawberries.
0: Is that basically strawberry shortcake, like little shortcake things that you get? The Japanese give them a fancy strawberry shortcakes? So
1: I'm yeah. imagining that you're probably going to be right there on right it. Right there
2: yep. in the strawberry shortcake family. Yeah, I got it, bub. It doesn't really branch out that far, so I nope. think it's going to be pretty close to strawberry shortcake.
1: I've never uh, had japanese dessert because like if you go to a japanese place where they cook in front of you you know like you don't even finish the food that they give you yeah, yeah. So, anybody ready <laughs> for laugh. dessert everybody's like oh no, so you never enough. you never
0: make it to the you never make it to the dessert round that's for sure
2: that's like if you ask for desserts uh, at a japanese steakhouse it reminds me of i went to this restaurant one time and they had this thing on their menu called like the cowboy ribeye and it was like 32 or 36 ounces and it didn't have any sides listed and so i asked a waiter what comes with it and he goes nothing it's a 36 ounce steak like what else do you want <laughs> you fat badass crap
1: <laughs> it's a 16 ounce steak that comes with another 22 ounces
2: of steak sir yeah <laughs> exactly exactly man i think that's I, I was looking at some of the comments jordan speed said he like can't even wait he's gonna they're gonna have to wheel him out in a wheelbarrow he's yeah. like i'm gonna have seconds and thirds like this is all my favorite foods Uh, I say that's a winner. That's a winner from the quiet guy. Hey, BJ, are you gonna
1: finish your uh, punku? Yeah. Can I
2: get that?
0: (laughs) Hey, Hey, you you mind if I get on that punzu a little bit, bud? Hey, bud, let me get a
2: nibble off that god.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I knew we were going there before it's all said and done. With
2: (laughs) allergic to strawberries,
1: (laughs) don't mind if I do, Danny.
2: Oh, you don't my hear because I dumped it in the water. By the way, my germs, VJ, in the strawberry shortcake. <laughs> Love it. Oh. A
1: great meal for Ducky. in the
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's just another, sitting there, just going, "Yes, yes." The thing that I'd
0: forgotten about <laughs> yes. that I got reminded today. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, he's, he, he has no idea how well they're thinking him. Like, like, how would you like it? your steak cooked? Yes, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just cook it. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. Um. The I thing that I got reminded about today that I totally forgot about they they have to pay for this out of pocket. What? Yes. So
2: this Wagyu, yeah. he's uh, he's
0: he's rolling and he
2: must have done very well. I didn't realize that, that changes my whole perspective. Now you're just a yeah. d bag making a <laughs> making everybody have to pay like five hundred dollars for a meal.
1: Wait, did each of them pay out of their pocket? No, no, he, he
2: pays for the meal. He pays yes, out of
0: he pays for the oh catered for meal. everybody.
2: Yes. yes. Holy
0: this crap! Is, this is on his dime.
2: That's like the rule. When you hit a hole-in-one, you got to buy everybody else drinks. It makes no sense to me.
0: So, when you win the Masters, you have to pay for all – and the thing is, it gets more expensive every year. So, the the further down the line – I mean, Phil dropped out,
1: so.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. (laughs) That was not – he did not RSVP.
0: Yeah. And you got a couple (laughs) that that probably didn't make it. A couple of elder guys. Ben Hogan's not there tonight. Yeah.
1: Do you think, uh, like, a couple of the younger guys, like Patrick Reed and Bubba Watson are going to, like, get in a picture and be like, And send it to Phil (laughs) Nicholson.
0: Oh, he is, yes. I guarantee you there are some guys that are sending him some photos tonight and some texts that are really
2: probably pissing him off. You miss, uh, Mm. oh, yeah, and then uh, Angel Cabrera. That was was a big one you missed right there. Yeah, he's not going to be there tonight. He's having another kind of meat tonight. (laughs) He's having another kind of waggle wagyu. (laughs) Another kind of beef for dinner. He's having Um, another kind of cod. And that ain't A5, brother, (laughs) and you cannot cut it with a fork. It's more like a a one beef <laughs> if it's a one to five scale he's definitely in a one more like a p all right p5 oh, p5 D- probably a d9 this is you know super bad <laughs> all, all right, right. <laughs> let's go all right move on move what on are those rankings
1: that uh, we're talking about yeah. eligibility for the never mind
2: yeah i don't know whatever Okay. <clears throat> yeah. All
1: right. So we figured that we would tell, we'll share with the listeners what our champions dinner will be one day when we win. So the
2: scenario is, name. What menu. would
1: you serve? It's got to be an appetizer. I should have told you. But I mean, it's got to be appetizer, main course, dessert, and then I guess bear in mind that you have to pay for it.
2: Ooh, it's gonna hurt. Um,
0: well, so, the, the good news is we've all three won the Masters at this point, so we're fine. We're going to be doing just Yeah, fine. you're going to be good.
2: <laughs> That's a good point.
0: <laughs> we've all won the Masters at this point. we got plenty of endorsements. We can afford this meal. All right, boys. I was trying, trying to figure out which value um, meal we're yeah. going to go. Start off with Kyle.
2: Well, I'm, a, uh, I'm boring because I just love uh, good old classic American you know, cuisine. So I'd probably start off with, let's see, appetizers like a – I don't know, some potato skins, some loaded potato skins, Caesar salad, then hit to go straight into a uh, 16 to 18 ounce ribeye, medium rare for everybody, just cooked to perfection, baked potato, uh, dessert. I'm not a huge dessert guy, but it would probably be something like a Reese's cheesecake type thing. I'm a big Reese's guy, so I'm going to go just, cold-blooded red-blooded american ribeye steak for my uh main course i think that's 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 pretty much what i'm gonna go with maybe some fried mushrooms in there for an appetizer something like that fried How about, how's that sound
1: i like it i'm in pretty boring just hold the mushrooms
0: no nope, mushroom. i'm in for all of it i'm, I'm big we See, and every you're, bit of that, you're that you do, do like serve kind of, kind of, of i'm I totally expect you to serve that to me and Nate here in the very near future. Thank you. Kind of
1: like what you might see at like, um I don't know, Outback Outback
2: Steak. Ste- Blooming yeah. Onion. If you can yes. give me a Blooming Onion out there. Yeah. Everybody gets the Big Mike. The Big Mike Steakhouse. Everybody gets the Big Mike Steak, Ribeye. You That's know what, what you- I hate is that
1: I literally mirrored my meal after what I get at Big Mike's. And it's it's pretty damn close to what
0: you just said. Now I'm trying to adjust <laughs> it now so that I don't sound. Oh, worry. you want me to go? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to think of what appetite, this is not, uh, thank you, Cat. As this is not going to be <laughs> uh, something that a vegetarian would like out of the three of us. So any of those really, really healthy pros that are going to show up and they're like, and I don't eat meat because I'm a veterinarian, you can't do that. Like, this is not the place for you. So my appetizer is going to be wings, and it's going to be nine mm-hmm. wings with three different flavors. We're going to include- expensive. A- we're gonna be a little include a little southern hint of something. So we're gonna to have to have some sort of bourbon barbecue, some sort of peach flavored barbecue, and then just some regular old hot sauce on the wings. So there's my there's ranch, your ranch and
2: blue cheese.
0: Ranch and blue cheese on the yeah. side, just in case yep. you're you're oh, you got your choice of whichever it is. So you got your and nine wings for with your for the three different men. flavors. Yeah, yeah. if you're the vegetarian, you get the celery, you pass your wings down to the two boys over here. They're going to be more than happy. Take those off your hands, Bob. Okay. And then for the meal, decided to stay in the southern flavor and the good old South Alabama roots of, we're going to have ourselves a catfish fry, boys.
2: Oh! oh. <laughs> a lot it's of right cholesterol issues Ray in fruit. that room, Ben. A lot of cholesterol issues. issues. <laughs> Catfish right out of Ray's Creek. We're
0: going to do some catfish and hush puppies and some of the the string fries. It's going to be absolutely delicious. And so going to fatten up with that. And then if she were still around, my dessert would be my grandmother's chocolate cake. Mm. So hopefully I could get somebody to mirror that and serve my grandmother's chocolate cake. So straight out of the South, we want all those boys enjoying the Southern flavors that we have to offer.
2: You went with catfish. Of all the fish in the whole entire world we want catfish i mean I don't, I don't dislike catfish but
0: listen bub we're not going to be getting salmon out of lake martin that's just how that works okay that is how that works
2: that's actually exactly how that yep, works that is science you catch a salmon in lake martin somebody's <laughs> taking a picture of and you're making a newspaper
1: yeah and you're gonna figure out who threw that salmon in lake martin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: There is a prankster out there, and we're gonna find (laughs) him.
1: There is a man who is throwing salmon into Lake Martin, and people are catching them.
2: (laughs) They're spawning like crazy. All right, we've
1: got a champion's dinner to cook for, and we keep pulling up salmon instead of catfish.
2: (laughs) You know, you go to the dam, you go down to the bottom of the dam, you catch a big old catfish. What if you just pulled up a salmon? You're like, what the hell is this? (laughs) (laughs) Like, are there any sharks in here? So what do you wet. do? You just meet with the chef of
1: Augusta. You're like, hey, buddy, just put your little boat in down at, at uh, Lake Martin and see if you can pull up some catfish. Yep. And if you need to noodle them, I got to do it. <laughs> I got the
2: milk jugs we'll get after.
0: Listen, I wanted to stay themed. I wanted to go, go. I want go with the Southern flavor. That's why I did it. Plus, I knew that one of y'all would pick steak. Sounds like two of you are going to pick steak. So I had to go in that yeah. direction. Okay.
1: All right. So here's what I'm going to do. Ottawa. I want the appetizer. And I'm going to give the option because I know not everybody likes this first dish. It's kind of a it's an acquired taste. I love char-grilled oysters, not raw. I do like raw, but my favorite is char-grilled with some toppings. So you can either do the char-grilled oysters with, like, the crab meat on top. I think it's called, like, oysters, uh, Benville or something like that. A couple different options there. Or, like, a bang-bang shrimp. So you'll kind of get to choose because between the two of them, I mean, everybody likes shrimp. Mango. I know some guys may not like oysters. I totally get that; it's kind of a, kind of a funky thing, you know. We're going to move right from there, and I'm going to talk to the chef because I want him to cook these ribeyes on like a charcoal grill outside of the like portion. a Weber. I don't want this to, yeah, yeah, I don't want this to come from a restaurant. I, I'm just going to be honest. The steak that I would cook right now, right out there, is better than any restaurant steak that I've just ever had. I just, I just feel Completely, that completely agree. Yes. So I want him to just – and I'll pay for it, you know. I'll grab a Weber. I'll grab a bag of charcoal
2: and just,
1: just pump those puppies with a little bit of Southern flavor seasoning on them, you know. Oh, so,
2: a little Selma dirt, charbroil seasoning.
1: Yeah, a little charbroil seasoning on there. Oh, and boy. I wouldn't mind if you actually – um sauteed some onions that we could kind of sprinkle on top and oh, then um i don't want to get too fancy with the potato i mean I, french fries steak and french fries Dave. yeah <laughs> i'm a simple kind of man you what kind fries. of french
2: fries what kind of french fries
1: you know if i'm getting really specific you know the the tater tots from um chick-fil-a and hardy's
2: yes yes that's what i want the crowns, I I those, are crowns. With, those are called crowns those are called crowns
1: steak and tater crowns
2: Okay, wow, steak
1: and tater crowns you can sprinkle the onions on the tater crowns too if you would like wow, uh steak sauce will be optional just because as much as I'm a big sauce guy, I just think steak is, is a there should be a reverence should
2: if you put ste- steak if you put sauce on a steak i'll I'll punch you right in the face your your steak has been cooked wrong if you put sauce <laughs> on it yeah. yeah you're getting a you're getting a tom what Tom yeah. O'Leary or a jack <laughs> Johnson is what you're gonna get. <laughs>
1: And then to finish out I, I also am not a uh a particularly big dessert guy, so I mean if there's a couple of you know a couple of ice cream options um you know maybe everybody gets a malt or a shake and we all get through the sonic drive through afterwards <laughs> uh,
0: How about some dairy queen dip cones yeah,
1: I mean pretty much anything Little Just blizzard. Maybe the Brewster people come in and you know the con oh. you can eat oh I, I like
0: what you're th- yeah I like what you're ice cream I'm, I'm
1: a kind of a big ice cream guy, but yeah. Uh when I go to Big Mike's, which is where this inspiration came from, by the time I'm done eating the oysters and the salad and everything else, like they put this steak down in front of me and like I could walk out the door right then mm-hmm. and be full. Yeah. And all Without of a sudden, sixteen ounce steak, which I devour. Obviously. So anyway, that's where
2: I'm at. I'm with you, man. I think I love those it. are I think those all, are all winners. I think those all are all good man. options. Yep. I would I would like I would like Ben to to, to just entertain grouper, fried grouper or, or like a snapper <laughs> yeah. over uh, over a catfish. But I think
0: that would be yep, makes total sense you, to do it in a landlocked city to do that. That's if awesome. If you
2: get if you get the uh if you get the oh yeah cuz Augusta is
0: seabass.
2: is not that far from the coast. I think Gus is pretty not not very far from the coast at all. But anyway, I'm still I landlocked. Still landlocked. I don't know what that means. There's seafood restaurants. everywhere. There's <laughs> no ones. ocean around it. There's good ones. There's good ones everywhere. Um, so, uh, if, but if you get the cornmeal, right on, on the catfish, it, it can be pretty dang, pretty dang sporty. So uh, good job. Good job. Speaking of sporty guys, our new club sponsor, birdie golf designs, BYRD smoking hot blade irons. We all have our own set. Uh, you're going to start seeing a lot more of us, uh, Videos of us playing them. I did a, um, I did a, I played Augusta with them, uh, virtually. Uh, well, that video is going to go up soon. I did break ninety, um, and I think I got hosed by the simulator. I think it was more like an, more like an eighty two. I think it was eighty six is what it came up. I think I got hosed a little bit by the simulator, but we'll see. Uh, crazy. Birdie Golf Design use coupon code Dad Bod twenty <laughs> two, and you can save fifteen percent. These clubs retail for like thirty, uh, three ninety nine. You get to take another 15% off. Sexy, sexy iron. I looked at I saw some pictures of Tiger Woods, his blades, uh, his tailor-made blades that he has. It's literally the same iron. It's literally the same iron. Look at the picture. Google the – I think it's the the T-dub. If you just look up bladed, tailor-made T-dub irons, that is the iron. That is what you're getting. They look exactly the same. They feel great. Uh, You're going to love them. Birdie Golf Designs b y r d check them out support them and uh, be on the lookout for some more stuff content wise with us all right second part of the menu scenarios nate i want you to hit it real quick
1: okay so you're at the champions dinner you've picked them on
2: you okay drop my phone sorry (laughs) <laughs> okay it's got your pictures in it so i had to, had to get it
1: you're at the champions dinner and uh they're asking you who you get to you get to set the entire table okay yep so i want i told the guys to pick two guys you absolutely want to sit on either side of you and then two guys that you want that you absolutely want as far away from you as possible that <laughs> would make it absolutely miserable basically not worth going if you had yeah. to sit next to those two guys so i right. start off with Ben. Just give us your two you want to sit next to and your two that you
0: don't. All right, two I want to sit next to. Went kind of obvious on one of them. Got to go with Jack. Jack tells a lot of good stories. Got to sit next to Jack Nicklaus. Um, You guys did not say that they had to be alive. So I went with Ben Hogan as being my number two to be able to sit next to, to be able to hear the stories if at all possible. Okay. It was, that, is it, was that was that was that was that faux pas
1: too since he like won't be alive
0: yeah exactly so uh that was my t- well I mean I was gonna go with Jack and Tiger but I mean I was given instructions not to be obvious so I was like, all right well I'm gonna go with Ben hogan then I mean with uh with him they just posted the, the
2: they posted the picture of all the people at the champions dinner I kind of thought you might just pick the people that were at the champions dinner, but that's fine Ben hogan's no. good all right who don't you want to sit beside
0: and Cabrera is number one just because I'm afraid I may get pillaged right there on the spot something well, you're safe
2: because he can't uh, be there
0: and uh well that again that wasn't in the rules three, for that, two to three years that, yeah that wasn't in the rules okay uh and then the other one i was kind of torn between uh fat prick reed but i went with danny F and Willett just because i can't stand that guy and i don't think he should have won the Masters. so i just don't even think he should be in there and should even be allowed to go to uh the dinners
1: Popular okay <clears throat> no. nice nice you think they stick Danny Willett next to like Ray Floyd or something? Just like...
2: <laughs> Raymond Floyd's looking
0: over and like, like you like, don't
1: them? hear like they like both of them are just silent and, like you don't hear from either of them. Ray, the
0: Raymond
2: Floyd's like, "Why are you here? Yeah, get away from me!
0: <laughs> why? Why? How the hell did you get that jacket? Who who invited this guy?
2: Yeah, <laughs> whose son is this? Yes, <laughs> get him out of here! He freaking coach's kid. Is it my turn?
0: yep yeah go ahead
2: um all right i'm going super easy super cool freddie couples raymond floyd put me right next to them just super cool guys just got that aura about them give me raymond floyd freddie couples i want to sit right between them and we're gonna ham it up have a good time uh i'm looking at the champions in her picture and that's kind of how i picked mine and so I'm gonna start off with obviously Danny Willett. Like I don't want Danny. Nobody Willett wants to sit next to anywhere, Danny <laughs> Anywhere near me, uh, Danny Willett's got to go. Um, Can we
0: all agree? He just doesn't need to be invited to the dinner. Just yeah, I try, just want him out, out. Like I just want him out
2: completely. Yeah. completely. And then I'm looking. He just
1: feels entirely out of place. Like, do you think he knows everybody's looking at him and be like,
0: uh,
1: "Yeah, it is." And his, and his,
2: and his brother
0: didn't help. I mean, with all the mouthing off he yeah. did. I mean, it's yeah. everybody's like. We don't like
2: you or your family. How about that? And we should probably like Danny Willett because he played. I think he played like Jacksonville State, didn't he? Not very far from where yeah. we live. He and honestly, on the interviews,
0: it worth on, on he interviews, liked. he seems like he's fairly nice. But I just don't like the fact that he won the Masters. So I, I'm Alabama's not, about not that far
1: from here. I don't.
2: That's a good point. But I do like Justin Thomas. Um, and then the other one, uh, I just don't want this guy eating off my plate. I just want. I just don't want to stand by Craig Stadler. I want Craig Stadler <laughs> on the opposite end of the plate. Oh, wow. Gonna, He's going to be sticking his finger see, over like – He's got stuff great stories, mustache. man. My Japanese uh, shortcake, I, don't, I just don't want Craig Stadler um, Walrusing over on my food. Like, just yeah. you and Danny go sit on the other end, and I'm going to chill with Ray Floyd and and, and Boom Boom, and we're going to have a good time.
0: Oh, Boom Boom's going to – the fact that you won't ever have to say a word, he'll just sit and tell stories
2: all night long. Faldo right. can sit outside, too, if I'm not – if I'm being – He was right. also – it Come it was on, if, if
1: you p- pick two, don't take somebody else's – Sorry. Three, <laughs> Sorry.
2: Sorry, go ahead.
1: feel somebody else's thunder. You just want to put me who else would you like to pick? All right.
2: Go ahead, Nate.
0: Sorry. Uh, if it makes All you right. feel better, Nate, I'm with him on the Faldo deal too.
1: Thank you. I was like, I was like, huh? none of them picked him. I'm gonna pick him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I I and I, I said not to be obvious, but one of my guys is gonna be super obvious, and the second one's not gonna be quite so much. I want to be in the middle of a Tiger and Marco Mara just slug fest cuz they yeah. i from what I've heard, they just shoot dingers zingers all night they shoot dingers or dingers, <laughs>
2: dingers. airsoft it's to be in its crazy ding fest <laughs> you just
0: want to be in between their ponzu cod. you want to be right in the zinger ding I, fest
1: yeah i just and i and i would like for uh on the other side commentating it uh i don't know there's nobody really funny in here maybe
0: uh maybe fuzzy <laughs> Zeller.
1: i don't know maybe not
0: <laughs> maybe not
1: but no i want i want tiger and mark o'mara and then guys who i prefer not to ever talk to is um is sir nick faldo yeah and um because he's, he's a pansy he's a right. pansy and then you know you guys have picked a lot of them you know what Sergio? Can st- <laughs> <laughs> i'm out on sergio uh, like that's I said, Faldo and Sergio can talk about why the Europeans got their ass beat. They got slaughtered at by the end water of the table. Yeah, but, that's uh, good. Marco no, Mayer and Tiger Woods. I just want to hear the dish. The
2: thing this best. constant you know? sh- talking, like yeah. between. I think, the- I think I'm that-
0: just going to occasionally say like, "Gooch." Do you think that? <laughs> Tiger and Marco Merritt go back and forth as much as now Tiger and Freddie do because Couples was quoted as saying that he texts Tiger some sort of zinger every every day.
2: day. They, they say they text one and it's nice. every day. always a zinger about yeah. Every, he sends every day. him
0: something that that we can't talk about on television or radio every day. He sends him something inappropriate
2: like in a sick like a picture of his butt and says <laughs> how about you kiss this Tiger. Okay. Or something.
0: Nice. How about this? Probably not. He's out driving you. Tiger Woods
1: Luke's, leaks nudes of Freddie yeah. Couple's ass.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you heard it here first.
2: <laughs> That'll be in a tabloid tomorrow. Yes. Hey, Freddie said he's hitting the ball just as far as anybody. Says he hits it just as far as JT in the practice Least. round today. So, so he's so carrying he's pumping, it up, pumping it out there. So, get excited. Yep. Get fired pumped.
1: up. Also, I would like for um, Bubba Watson and – and uh, add, and DJs sitting to each other because I just feel like that's a weird dynamic, yeah. Yeah, I would like for Bubba and DJ sitting next to each other.
2: Who could you put Bubba with that would not be a weird dynamic?
1: Zach Johnson, probably Danny Willett,
2: <laughs> yeah. They probably would jive fairly yeah, well.
0: They, they're both just like weird, maybe like Sandy Lyle, <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach Johnson, Zach Johnson, Sandy like Lyle, goody goody.
2: Sandy Lyle's so tall,
1: yes. Yeah. Who is just, the short guy over between Tom yeah, Watson and – Ian Woosnam. Ian Woosnam. Yeah, the guy who had two clubs and just started throwing them that
2: time. Yeah, yes. he's in my – he was not going to be on my list of people I don't want to sit beside because yes, he, he, looks like, he looks like the, mo- the bad guy on Leprechaun. He looks like the Leprechaun right now. Yes. Like the evil Leprechaun that would just go on a murderous rampage It's kind of what he looks like.
1: And who is between uh, Bernard Langer and Zach Johnson? Who's that guy? He's like, Bernard
2: Langer and Zach Johnson? I don't
0: know. They can't see it on the pod, so I let's just listen ben to something T-shirt. else.
1: Okay,
2: sorry. Everybody's yeah, I don't know, right but time. that guy's old. He's very yeah. old. He may not – this may be his last one. <laughs> I shouldn't have gone. good. Okay.
1: All right, okay. right what's – I don't really want that on my conscience.
2: All right, let's hit up the next uh, question just, slash scenario, Nate.
1: Let's kind of move on to our favorites, okay? Yeah. The champion's right. dinner is over, okay? It's Wednesday. It's right before the Masters. There is tons of traditions. So, boys, tell me your favorite Masters exclusive tradition. I'm not going to give you an examples. So you know all of them. It can be a very small thing. I'm giving you a lot of free reign here, okay? It yep. can be anything. But it could
0: be it could be anything from the cheap food to stuff that actually really happens, sure. like during the I got you. Magnolia Lane, which is just a street, or the par three, which is an entire event. Yeah. So
2: let's okay.
1: start off with Kyle.
2: Uh there's so many. Um, there's so many, but I I mean I think my favorite tradition, even though it's it's always a failure, is the lottery, the yeah. the ticket lottery. Like yeah. you go through the process, you feel like this is the year. You get excited. You you go in there and you go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you max out the tickets you can get. Uh, they make you feel like you have a shot every single year. You send it in. Uh, you get the notification. You rush to your account or start reret to inform you, or maybe that one day when it pops up and says, "Congratulations! Now give us money and we'll give you tickets." Uh, I don't know. It's just like the only thing that happens where you kind of feel a little bit of a connection with like there's a chance there's a connection there with Augusta National. The the ticket lottery, I just think that's cool. And like it's also cool to think about there's people from like Australia, Japan, uh, Spain, all trying to do this thing. When I went to yes. the Masters, there were, dude, there were dudes from Australia there like they had won the lottery like that's how they got in and we talked to them and i just think that's just so daggum cool that um yeah we had that, a
0: bunch of danish guys behind us like they were from denmark that they were yeah like until they had an accent, and they were they were trying to meet everybody too they were like where are you from and we're like
2: alabama not like four hours <laughs> yeah. away <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like, we're so. gonna
1: rate catfish and crackerbraft going, yeah, no in.
2: doubt <laughs> We're gonna get an Uncle Herschel's for breakfast. Uncle Herschel's flat no no. for breakfast.
1: They got chicken dumplings on Thursday night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can eat. <laughs> and we can play checkers afterwards. And then lunch. we can yep. do that little that little uh tea game, that little tea game. I bet you're gonna be an egg You're just plain stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. let's uh, Nate, you go next, Nate. What's your favorite? Um,
1: I I know we just talked about it. But it's so cool because it fits the Masters perfectly. This kind of this aura of exclusivity is it? nobody else gets to go to that dinner. Like, they don't make any exceptions. It's the chairman, Fred Ridley, and then only dudes who have won the Masters. No runner-ups, no honorary invitees. No wives. Nothing. No wives, no nothing. I'm assuming, yep. like, one of the waiters takes the picture. Like, there's, you know, it's not, like, full of. Of media and their their conversations are always like guarded. Like you don't ever hear anybody talk about what they talked about. They're like, yeah, so next to Tiger, but you know, uh, champions dinner. You know, can't really say anything. What happens here stays it's, here. You know, it just there's only guys who can say, well, you know, when I won in '98, XYZ happened.
2: Is the awesome. coolest sausage fest of all time. <laughs> it's the most exclusive, yet public
1: dinner, of all time. Yeah. Everybody knows exactly who's there and
0: and
2: nobody and knows what happens. Nate,
0: it's so guarded, Nate, if you think about it, like when we see some of the footage that's coming out from the dinner, like even the cameras once they get to the porch, they have to stop. Like you can't yeah. even look inside there. Like that because you'll see how they see players coming up and people are filming them almost like semi paparazzi or something. And then all of a sudden like the cameras stop and like the players will be like, see you guys. And then they walk around the porch to go into the dinner in the, in the back. Like they have to stop, right? Like that's how exclusive mm-hmm. it is. Like you can't even, can't even get a peek through the curtain. Like you can't, mm-hmm. like, it is so closed off.
1: It's like, if you are a Danny Willett, or if you are a, you know, somebody who sucks, if you'll never, then they'll never take that away from you. You know, nope. you could literally never play another professional golf tournament again after you win the masters and, Every year on Tuesday night in April, you go sit and you feast with the boys.
2: Yeah. Love it. Great stuff.
0: No, I think it's, I think it's
1: phenomenal. I think need to say it. And you eat Wagyu?
0: I mean, come
2: on. You can't yeah. beat it. You can't beat it. Ben, what's yours?
0: Uh, it is exactly what I have on. I think that the bracket and everything that it represents, everything from them keeping it on the grounds to – The fact that the hosts are, if you're a member, you get to have one whenever people come in, like you're known as the guy wearing the green jacket, but it's so coveted. Like everybody's like, really got to have a green jacket and the rules that go along with it the and the Butler cabin presentation where it's always so awkward, but yet you're sitting there thinking, I would love to be that guy that somebody's putting the jacket on me right now. Oh yeah. That would be so cool. Mm. And then and they do it twice because they do it inside and then they take you outside unless you do it in front of the crowd. So uh I think that everything that it signifies, like from the from the time that you you win it to getting your jacket given to you to everything that comes with it. Like and that includes like the champions dinner, like you get to put it on to go to the champions dinner, you get to, you know, put it on to when they the next year when the winner is is congratulated, you're wearing yours out there thanking, you know, congratulating the winner. Hey, you're part of the club now. Like you get to have one of these, I, I I've always loved the fact the green and and the th- the thing is that how they've run with it the green jacket and how you get green shirts and green pullovers and everybody wants it's just everybody wants to it's something to, it's always something to do with green or with magnolias or the the famous gold label and uh, yeah. I think it's fantastic man I think that's something that it, it just it stands out I mean it's the green know, jacket. Yeah, when it you does. see a yeah, guy wearing it's it's the green jacket and all that encompasses the and all that it encompasses.
2: Yeah, I didn't didn't tell him coming. <laughs> I didn't had no idea that was going to happen. Yeah, that was going to happen. We'll talk. Hey, be sure to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're going to have a little yeah. post show hobnob. We're going to break down uh, everything we've talked about tonight. Maybe make fun of each other. Probably going to make fun of each other. Maybe make fun of on or some more. I don't know. You have to see. Uh, subscribe to YouTube and you, that's where you can catch it after the show.
1: We still doing okay.
2: Yeah, keep going, keep going. Okay. Yeah, we're not yeah, done. I just want to go. we got more to go. All
1: right. Let's talk about our favorite and least favorite holes. And we're just gonna talk about this more from a spectator standpoint than a yeah than a player standpoint. Okay. Sure. So let's uh start off with uh Kyle, favorite yeah. and least favorite
2: holes. All right, so my favorite hole is number three. Okay. Uh, and What's that? I said, oh, yeah. Yeah, number three. Short par, th- short par four, a myriad of different ways you can play it. Possibly the most diabolical green on the course. And you have the Sunday pin, which is absolutely just unbelievably, uh, unbelievably tough. Dudes try to uh, – some – the longer guys can get up close to it. But if you roll any far, any any down left at all, it's basically – you're, you're hacking it up there and hoping that you can get a two-putt. Uh, cra- crazy, crazy hole. It's just, you wouldn't see it, look at the card and think it's that tough, but just watching the different ways the guys play. I love three. Uh, great hole. Least favorite is 14. Okay, 14 is like they ran out of ideas after Amen Corner and just had to have another hole in there because they wanted to get back down to the pond on 15. So, yeah. 14 is – the like the most boring. there's not even any bunkers there's no bunkers around the green if i'm not mistaken fur. yep uh yeah no bunkers it's just straight straight ahead um tight t-shot but um just just nothing to it like when they used to do the uh the featured hole cams like before now you can watch every single shot for everybody but uh used to that you would have like in corner 11 12 and 13 they would skip 14 completely and then they'd have coverage on 15 16 yes like you didn't even you didn't even watch 14 like 14 just didn't exist um seven's another one that's kind of like 14 but yeah 14 for sure is the most boring hole out there and I love number three low-key my favorite hole uh and I feel like it doesn't get the credit it deserves
1: on Sunday it's big because they're three is awesome on Sunday because it's a definite birdie hole that can turn into a bogey hole pretty quick
2: pretty quick absolutely yeah
1: Yeah. just with a drive that's on the wrong side of a fairway like a 60 yard approach from different angles is just entirely different
2: oh yeah it's crazy you get on that left side you're just begging for par
1: uh benjamin taylor
0: going with favorites because you said from a spectator standpoint kind of wrestled with it. Definitely got to be one of the par threes. And I was wrestling between two of the par threes and decided to go with 16 with Red Bud. Yeah. And I think because from a spectator standpoint, even in the practice rounds, getting to see them skip balls off the water to go in there to it coming down to the closing holes and guys having to birdie that hole. I love the pin placements, whether it be in the bottom left, whether it be in the top right. Uh, I, I just, I love that par three. I mean, it's nothing that's, you know, they got it listed on the card as, as 170. It never plays that except in the one day that it's in, like, the back right. Other than that, it's always right around 150, 160. Uh, so that's probably my favorite hole is 16. Um, it, the moments that have been there, the Tiger shot that's been there, uh, the hole-in-ones that, you know, that they've had at the first, you know, few rounds, whatever the pin's in the front, too. So uh, that is the favorite hole. And then you go to my least favorite hole, the very next hole, in seventeen. I feel on 17 the way Kyle kind of feels around 14. Mm-hmm. It is a nicer hole than 14 because 14 is kind of blah, but it's like you just par 17 so you can hurry up and get to 18 so we can see you close out the tournament. So yeah. I'm not, I'm just not a 17 fan. I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, the green, the green is the only thing that makes it good because guys, when that, it, you know when it's what is it Saturday that it's towards the front and Sunday's not
2: right when it everything funnels from the is right that it is in? yeah
0: yeah and then maybe Saturdays when it's in the mid yeah it's in the middle and like you can catch a slope and you can actually slug it up like you know snuggle it up right next to it or you can be nowhere close so it that's the only thing that makes it worthwhile is the green but the hole itself is just like eh I'm ready for him to get to 18 so I can see him finish so with you uh, it's minor back to back kind of
1: betweener kind of yeah yeah. So, a matter of
0: fact, I said if I were picking – because I said I was going between two, so I was going to do the two par three. When Kyle's 14, it was going to be – when I was looking at 14 and 17, I was like, both those holes just sucked to me. And when yeah. Kyle took 14, I was like, yep, I'm taking 17.
2: There you go. Nate, what you got?
0: So, my favorite hole is 15 because,
1: especially on Sunday, most of those guys have long irons in. So, like, they should – just on a normal day, it's a downhill four iron or five iron, but – I love seeing them get pumped up and blasting one over. I love like at that point, if you're in it at the end, that's you know, twelve is awesome. Thirteen is awesome, but fifteen is like this is your last par five. Yeah. You know, you're about to go through a a relatively except 16 is birdieable, especially on the Sunday. But 17, 18 are not birdieable. They're not, they're tough to make moves on. This is your last, like truly, I've got two ten down the hill in. But then you guys see these guys just get jacked up and rip them over. And then yeah. all of a sudden their round is is over. So I I love that whole I love a downhill approach on a par five with trouble all the way around it. You know, shouldn't be a hard shot, but it ends up. I don't want to use the cliche if it starts on my back nine on Sunday, but like 15 to me is where it's like, okay, this is do or die now.
2: Like I'm yeah. I'm running out of opportunities. You got how, You got to make it there.
0: And then
1: my least. And it's gonna get hold. and
0: it's gonna get worse this year. Nate, that's one of the holes they extended. Yeah, so that kind of
1: sucks. So I I liked it when they had a long iron in because it was and there and like in everybody's mind, but it's also a downhill shot,
0: you know.
2: Yeah, so
1: you a downhill but shot downhill, and, and, it, and
0: it depends on the win too, because Mark Iowa during his press conference said that he was hitting the same iron in even from the back tees because they had a win behind them in the first practice round. So he was he had the same shot he had last year. That you was into the, end West of the wind. Can
1: control the wind.
0: They control everything else.
2: Probably can. Make you guys remember call.
1: when um, Molinari just like cold yanked one on 15 a couple years ago, like hit a tree that was yes. like before the creek?
2: Yeah. The yes.
1: Tiger one it was wild. My <laughs> least favorite hole is four, The kind of the longer Ooh. par three. Yes. On Sunday, it's a big green. They all hit it to 30 feet and two putt. Like,
2: Yeah, not not a a lot of electricity.
1: Yeah, it's really easy green to hit because it's so big, but none of them hit it up there naked because it's like
2: they're all 230 yards, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and it's also Uh,
0: super slope. Like, I was watching some of the replays of the tournament from last year, and, like, when it's on that back right, if you don't hit it literally in the back right, you're going to be all the way in the left and just hope to two-putt and move on. Yeah, but most of them do, like – most yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a straight yeah. uphill. Once you get down there, it's just an uphill putt up to it. So they're going to – they're probably going to snuggle early up. early enough close. to where it's not – you know, it's just not a – Yeah.
1: It's done. done no, done. it's a boring par three. It doesn't do a lot, especially yeah. after three because three is like – like three is like tingly. Like yeah. said, three is like, oh, my gosh, like he had 40 yards and he just made bogey. Yeah. Yeah. And then he did four and he hits a four-iron to. Def- 35 feet
0: no i had this discussion with one of my buddies the two worst par threes are on the front and the two best par threes are on the back
1: i agree what is it six is a big yeah. downhill par three that yeah it's another it's
0: one that's big green kind of cool though three.
1: because you hit that shot and you start walking and you realize that you just hit that shot over like three thousand people
0: it's yeah. great to hear the first time players that didn't realize that that they say yeah when we walked off the tee i looked down and i was like oh my god there are people down here
2: Network, and then they're looking down at 16, aren't they? And then that and 6 is the one that goes right by the green at 16. I think that's right. I think that's right. right, right. Yeah. I'm looking at the map right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's yeah, the two worst par 3s on the course are on the front and the two best par 3s are on the back.
2: From the tee yeah. box on 6, you can look down and see the I'm green. I really shot yeah. that
0: out of the three of us. We didn't none of us picked number 12. Rays Creek, how uh, so much drama's taken there through the years in the middle of Amen Corner.
1: It's a cool hole, but you can bogey Rage Creek and you have two par fives left.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I'm just, you know, like you were talking so about as far how as the fi- tension being built up all the way. You know? But you were talking about where 15, like that's where you got to get it in in order to 15 and 16 is where you got to make your money. Otherwise, you're probably. You can't lose
2: gonna, it on 12.
0: Yeah, you can't <laughs> lose it on 12. Like there's yeah. so many guys that have doubled 12 and shot themselves out of a tournament on 12.
2: Right. I feel like though, a lot of times we have recency bias there. And, like, three or four dudes hit it in the water when Tiger won, like, right before he did. It's like we think – I mean, do people really and hit and it in Spieth the water that
0: – Yeah, Spieth those lost guys, a couple of years ago. Spieth had Spieth had yeah. the win, and he doubled right there. I'm saying, but, like, for fart. the most
2: part, I would say a majority of the people are going to be long versus short in that. And, I mean, I know you can – obviously you can chip it back across. But I, I just don't think – maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. You but there's I,
1: more balls in the creek on 13 than there is 12.
2: Yeah. I would say I so.
1: think
0: when it is – I think when that pin, that Sunday pin, when it is on the right side of that bunker is when you see the most balls. The re, they never hit it in the water any other time. It's yeah. when they're going after that and they flare up a, a fade and they just get too spinny with it and just it never get, makes it. It just gets
1: stuck. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, and that's – kudos to the Masters for knowing that it's going to do that. That's why they put it there on Sunday, every damn Sunday. So, yeah. they know – What the they Tiger do some, that
1: year, he hit it right over the bunker. Hit it in the yeah. absolute dead center of the green.
0: Yeah. Well, that's and that's what, you that's what do is aim over he, the bunker. And yeah,
1: just rip a nine. Out.
0: Even he said that. He he said it. All the all the players that won and said, "Listen, the shot you don't get greedy. The shot is aim at the bunker, and then if you pull it or push it, you're still on the green. Should be, yeah. And if you're short, you're in the bunker, and it's always they say they all say it's an easy up and easy down easy up
2: and down. Yeah, from that bunker. Yeah, yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. But they never do it. They always get greedy. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> all right, nervous. What, what's yeah, the? We're nervous. Uh, exactly last one let's just uh let one more and uh we will wrap it up what's the last what? little little question favorite, or scenario favorite favorite winner favorite winner okay
1: favorite, year, favorite yeah
2: yeah <clears throat> y'all go ahead somebody go first i've gone first every time
1: i thought it was really cool and for whatever reason it choked me up a little bit uh when spieth won in 15 because he's like my age um <laughs> And I've just gotten old enough to really, really appreciate golf. Um, But I don't know if that was that was Spieth is just like the most likable guy. And back and back then he was even more likable. I like would seen him play in these tournaments. And it was like, there's a guy my age when I'm 16 years old playing at a PGA Tour tournament. So anyway, for whatever reason, that was like the first time I got choked up about golf.
2: I like it. I like
0: it.
1: Spieth in 15. Yeah.
0: That's a good one. That's, uh, I think that's my sister's <clears throat> face. She, when she taught at that te- little, little small flex there, when she taught at Texas, he was in one of her classes. And then a couple of years later, he wins the master's. So uh, she thought sick. that was pretty, she thought it was pretty neat. I was like, why don't you reach out? Why don't you go ahead and just send him a little email, see if we can get us a little sign, maybe a little sign flag. Yeah. at texas.edu.com.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do mine next. Okay. All right, so my favorite was the first – I know we make fun of this guy, but I, I just loved this one. His first Masters was Bubba Watson, 2012. That was shortly uh, before uh, my wedding. So it's like a, a month or so before my wedding um, 10 years ago, which is crazy, coming up on my 10-year anniversary. Um, just remembered I, I can remember everything about it. I can remember Easter Sunday with my – in law grandparents uh, sitting and watching Bubba Watson trying to trying to pull it off, and then the playoff. We ended up staying late and uh, watching the playoff, driving home late. Uh, the rope hook wedge out of the trees, like all that stuff. Uh, that was my that was one of the you know one of my more favorite ones that I can remember. But Bubba Watson's first one that was a really good one.
0: I'm gonna go. I wanted to be selfish and take this but I'm instead I'm I'm going to uh I'm going to say my dad's favorite because this is kind of what really kind of got me into golf because he kept showing it to me over and over and then they kept showing replays. Um it was Jack's 86 Masters. And mm-hmm. even though I don't remember watching it, he talks about it all the time.
2: I could watch and, highlights of that back nine every exactly, day. Exactly. Like right. and,
0: and and so that's I mean, I wanted to go – because I was really into golf my, my freshman and, and sophomore year of college because I was finally done with, like, baseball so I could play as much as I wanted. So I wanted to go with Tigers 97 Masters. But I just was like, you know, there wouldn't be a Tigers 97 Masters if my dad hadn't talked about – the two tournaments he always talked about was Jack in 86 and Freddie in 92. yeah And so I went with Jack just because that's, that's what spurred my interest. That was when I was 10 years old. Next thing you know, I'm swinging clubs. He sawed off clubs so I can go with him to LBW's community college course and just banging around out there. And till I got my own set when I was like 16, so uh, I got to go with Jack in '86. Uh, Tom Kite runner up that year. Um, so yeah. it, it was. Uh, and and I'm like you, Kyle. Now anytime it's on, I'm like, that's the tournament my dad talks about. They oh man, me in the I watched
2: '92 highlights today, and like I forget. I forget Raymond Floyd chipped in for birdie on 17 to get within one shot, and then Freddie had to hit about a five or six footer on 17 for par for par. Yep, to keep a one shot lead going into 18, and like the chip in was was ridiculous. Like he Mm -hmm. was in a death. Like you're hoping there's. It's hard to make par. He skips one into the heel because those dudes know how to bump it into the heels. That's, that's the big thing about Augusta. You watch the dudes that have played it a bunch. They know which heels to bump it into to how to drip it close. He skipped one into the heel, dripped it over that heel, almost. And then he hold it. He jarred it for birdie. Yeah. So, uh, you forget, kind of forget that. Cause everything you, you, all you think about is Freddie's ball stopping on 12, which is still defies physics, but yeah, there's some great ones, man. 92 is a good one. And, uh, I think everybody, uh, has a has a pretty pretty awesome one um and i mean that's that's the cool thing about this tournament we all have we we all watch it on the same course every single year we fall in love with the holes we fall in love with the course all over again and dadgummit today the par three contest starts Mm. cannot Mm. wait gonna be sitting down right a little after lunch watching this thing go down um and just sort of get get if they play it yeah, the weather's going to be sketchy. The weather's And gonna not, even, sketchy. not just the
0: weather. They said if it was even too wet to get the crowd out of here, they may not do it.
2: Because it was torrential. They canceled um, yeah. practice rounds on Tuesday. So uh, bad, bad weather. That means um, there's going to be a lot of darts being thrown. A Scott. lot Heffler. of low yeah. Yeah. darts. It's okay. You They're got... just going to suck the moisture right out of the green. Yep. He's, He's going
1: to suck it out. 15 suck on the it screen.
2: out. And yeah. then Boo's going to be pissed yep. at home. i about to suck it out. i got to suck that water out right <laughs> now. I'm, I'm going to turn this <laughs> off. I'm turning I'm, it off. I see trying. it happening right now. When we, see, when
0: we see Rays Creek overflowing, we know what happened. We know <laughs> we know that they're sucking the water we're out of the green somewhere. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Down there with a the catfish,
2: guys. Episode one sixty one. The Masters is almost here. It starts tomorrow. Uh, you're listening to this on Wednesday. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Catch us. Uh, we're probably going to have an episode tomorrow. I mean, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna just week. do yeah. tons of content all week. So. Master's uh, stay content. Tuned. It's Master's Content All Week. Greatest week of the content, year. Content, content. Appreciate it. Tonight's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Men, it's the Dad bod Golf Pod and we're always, always stroking. Stroking.
0: You've been
1: listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always
2: stroking.